Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Art Veal, and welcome to the Can I Own podcast. Uh, this episode is uh, where we'll be discussing what caused the housing market crash and how you can benefit from it in today's market. Um, this podcast is for families that are uh, in hopes of owning a home or trying to go through the process to own a home. And uh, this is my attempt to shed some light on the entire process and to help, hopefully help you along in your journey toward home ownership. So today's podcast, I'm going to discuss what happened with the market crash of the early 2000s. Um, I'm sure most people, if not everyone, knows about how the real estate market and the economy and pretty much the world economy uh, had a real setback in the early 2000s because of um, and the spark that started that whole thing was the American housing market. Um, when the American housing market crashed, it caused a lot of other things to uh, that were kind of being, I guess, propped up by the housing market. It caused them to crash as well. So I want to discuss why this happened and I want to discuss, you know, what's changed since then and how you as a person that wants to become a homeowner can benefit from this and some of the things that are now actually an advantage for you. So the first thing is how this whole thing happened. The market crash happened um, in the 2000, early 2000s. It actually, the process of why it happened actually started in the early 90s. Um, I'll try to, you know, make this simple as simple as possible. Um, banks had come up with, typically when you get a mortgage on a house, when you borrow money to buy a house, the bank uh, gives you a 15-year or a 30-year mortgage, and the bank would traditionally hold that mortgage. So they would hold that paper saying that you owe them you know, this money for the next 30 years, and you would pay payments every month. They would collect the interest uh, that's part of that payment, and that's how they would make their money. Well, in the early 90s, they came out with uh, – some bankers came out with a product where they could bundle mortgages together. Uh, in other words, take a thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand mortgages and package them together and then sell that investment as one investment. And they would sell that to Wall Street and the investors on Wall Street. And the thought process was that it's a, you know, it's a loan or a big loan that, you know, is co compromised of a bunch of small loans and people pay their mortgage because who's not going to pay their mortgage? This is where they live. And so Wall Street loved it, and they bought up a bunch of these packaged mortgages. Um, and for a while, everything worked. But what ended up happening was Wall Street wanted more and more of these investments. And the banks uh, didn't have more and more people getting loans. So they had to figure out a way to get more people to get loans. So what they did was they started making it easier to get loans. They came up with all kinds of things uh, such as no doc, no income loans, meaning that you didn't have to show how much you made to get a loan. You could just basically say, I make a million dollars a year. And the bank would say, okay, we believe you. And they would give you the loan. And so that allowed a lot of people that traditionally hadn't been able to get a loan to go ahead and qualify for a loan. So when that happened, it allowed the banks to offer more loans to Wall Street. But these loans that were packaged together were a lot more unstable 
than the previous loans. They weren't as because of the fact that they had taken on riskier people. They had taken on riskier. Uh, the people didn't verify their income. The bank didn't verify their income. So everybody kind of turned their head. And what they would do is they knew that there was a good chance that these loans were going to default. But what they pretty much did was they would sell the loans or the package to the next person before the loans defaulted too much. So the bank that originated the loan would sell the package of loans to other uh, investors and they would get their money so they didn't have to worry about it. Then the other investors, as a couple of the loans would start to default, they would say, well, we're going to sell this investment to another investor and they would sell it so that the next investor had to deal with the headache. And it just made it... Um, it just kind of, that's why a lot of people, when they had mortgages, their mortgage jumped around a lot about who was servicing their loan. They would have, you know, they started off with Bank of America, then they go to Amalgamated Securities, then they go to Tom, Dick, and Harry's loan servicing. So it moved them around a lot. And that was because the, the loan was constantly being sold. Well, when all of that crashed, um, the market stopped buying these loans and that kind of clogged up the system and it caused all the housing to decline and caused the market to just decrease overall. And that's when the the government, the president and everything came in and uh, basically offered a, a bailout package to these big banks and these investors that the taxpayers paid for. So. It, it wasn't all the bank's fault. It wasn't all of Wall Street's fault. It wasn't all of the consumer's fault. It was a combination of everyone uh, just kind of making bad decisions for the short-term gain. And so I don't particularly blame Wall Street, but I don't exactly give them off the hook because they are partly responsible, same way with the banks and same way with the consumers. A lot of consumers were told that all of a sudden they qualified for a $200,000 home. And even though some of them were like, I can't see how I can afford a $200,000 home, they, you know, still went ahead and, you know, uh, took the loan. So that is part of the problem. Well, fast forward to now, and there have been a lot of safeguards put in place. They're not perfect, but there's uh, different processes put in place to make sure that banks don't just give anybody a loan. Banks aren't quick to just give anybody a loan nowadays because they took such a hit when the market crashed, but they are trying to get back to giving people loans, and it's a slow process. Um, so it, it just takes time for the market to get back to, to growing again. Now, when it, when the market before the crash, the market was hyper-growing. It was growing extremely fast, and that's not realistic. That's why we had the crash, but there's usually a slow and steady pace of growth in the market. And that's what we're trying to get back to now. So the market crash was a you know very bad scenario. A lot of people lost jobs, businesses went out of business and everything else. But it has also offered some opportunities in today's market. Now, you as a person that hopefully is trying to buy a home or in the process of uh, getting qualified to buy a home, there are a couple of benefits to you that all, from all of this. One benefit is that in certain communities, in certain areas, the housing prices are definitely lower than they were previously. Um, housing prices are recovering and starting to come back. And in some areas, they've even gotten strong. But in the areas that were affected the most by uh, bad loans, um, those housing prices are still relatively low uh, for you know what your what the quality and size of house that you're going to get. Um, another benefit 
to you as uh, someone who wants to buy a home is that interest rates are really low right now. And that's um, a great benefit because with interest rates low, you can actually afford more house um, with the same budget. Um, in a lot of my products and the Can I Own products, I very much stress families knowing their own numbers. In the market, when the market crashed, uh, a lot of people went to a lender to find out if they could get a loan, and the lender told them you can afford this much house. And people just took that as okay, well, that's how much house I can afford. But it's much, it's, uh, it's very important that you know your own numbers uh, to buy a house so that you know how much you can afford. And even if they tell you you can afford more, you don't go outside of your numbers. So, um, that's definitely something you want to look at. But like I said, the interest rates are low. So that definitely is an opportunity for you to qualify for a better home. And the last benefit for you as a person that wants to buy a house is that there are a lot of loan programs available to help you get qualified for a home or to help you qualify for a home. And the loan is actually a good loan. Um, in some of our products, the Can I Own products, we teach you how to find the right lender and how to find the right mortgage broker to work with so that they're actually looking out for your best interest. And if you have just a little bit of knowledge about what to expect and what to look for with the lender, you can save yourself thousands of dollars over the years because you you find the right loan and get the right pieces of the right loan. And um, that's what we kind of try to teach with Can I Own. But these are those are some of the benefits. You get lower home prices, lower interest rates, and better loan programs that are available to you. And that's all because of this horrible market crash. So before we condemn this market crash as being the worst thing ever, and it was bad, don't get me wrong, a lot of people lost jobs and everything, and a lot of businesses went out of business. But there is some benefit. There's a silver lining. And for you as a consumer that wants to buy, you can really you can really capitalize on some of the benefits that are available now. Um, if you have questions or you have thoughts about this or you want to share your experience with the housing market crash or you know, if you were caught up in some of the craziness that went on, I'd love for you to share your comments in this comment section below. Um, you know, we can talk about it. We can you know, share some of the um, problems that people are having now and I can tell you how to get around those problems or get around those issues. But I look forward to hearing your comments. I hope to hear from you all soon. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and uh, everything that I've discussed. And I hope I've made it a little bit clearer about what caused the market crash. Um, if you have questions, like I said, leave your comment. But until next time, this is Art Beal for Can I Own Podcast signing off. Have a great day and I wish you nothing but success. Thanks.